Safer Chemicals Podcast. Sound science on harmful chemicals. Brought to you by the European Chemicals Agency. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Safer Chemicals Podcast. Lead has been used in ammunition for hunting and sport shooting, as well as in fishing tackle, for centuries. It is estimated that each year around 100,000 tons of lead is dispersed into the EU environment from these uses. The European Chemicals Agency has looked into the possible risks to wildlife, livestock, the environment and our health. It concluded that there are risks that are not adequately controlled and need to be addressed at EU level. We met with Hans Steinkellner from the European Food Safety Authority during an event organized by ECHA where stakeholders were invited to share their views on the restriction of lead ammunition both in hunting and sports shooting. Hans has been involved in EFSA's scientific opinion on lead in food and was in Helsinki to share their findings. My name is Hans. I'm, I'm uh, working at the European Food Safety Authority uh, in the unit on contaminants in food. And uh, in 2010, we have published an opinion, uh, an opinion on lead in food. And we try now to support uh, the ECA in, in, that, in their work on, uh, on, on, on the restriction proposal on, on lead in ammunition. And when you say support, what does that mean exactly? We will support the ECHA uh, uh, with regard to the human health assessment, so that's available. Uh, and also we might be able to support them to look uh, further into exposures of uh, certain groups, not just the average uh, European population, but people who might have higher exposures to lead than uh, the average population. Okay, such as? Could be, for instance, uh, well, people that obviously eat a lot of game meat, which is usually not eaten very frequently uh, compared to other food commodities. It's, a, it's, it's rather rare that we eat that kind of food, but there are probably people who eat it quite frequently. And for those, uh, they might be, uh, might be at risk or might be at higher risk than the, the general population. Um, when you say risks, what kind of negative impacts have you observed in lead? And well, most of all, uh, uh, we have quite an abundance of human studies on lead. Uh, unlike for, for many other contaminants where we hardly have any human evidence here, we really have uh, human data, which is the best data. What is in particular uh, uh, problematic about lead is that it really impacts uh, um, children. Uh, it, uh, it, affects, uh, it has an effect on the central uh, nervous system. There are epidemiological studies, many show that, uh, that uh, a higher level of lead in blood is clearly associated with a lower intellectual performance, with lower IQ. And uh, that is, of course, uh, of high concern. There are also other effects uh, on the kidney or even on the cardiovascular system. But what are the main uses, would you say, that, that, that cause the lead to accumulate in the food chain? There used to be quite uh, um, an uh, um, emission of lead from, from uh, leaded uh, gasoline, uh, which is long time uh, banned now. But also um, industrial activities, for sure. There is also lead uh, 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 in the environment. Uh, is it, combined in ores. So it's air, soil, also water pollution um, that are, are the, the, the major sources of, of lead, I would say. Uh, can you describe a little bit EFSA's role in the whole process? What we try from our side to, to, to really, um, our experience with the human health risk assessment that is already there, 
um, to and, and to also support uh, support uh, ECA with we have data on on occurrence levels um, of lead. Obviously, there is a continuous data collection that EFSA carries out, and also we have. Uh, uh, a comprehensive consumption database that is really uh, um, one of the, bro if not the broadest worldwide uh, databases with uh, with consumption values all over Europe for for different uh, um, uh, for different consumer groups for different age groups. When you say consumption values, what does that mean exactly? Well, we we, we have consumption values from from uh, um, from food surveys, individual uh, uh, consumption values from people who have been asked to provide. Uh, information about what they eat uh, from uh, uh, a lot of uh, European individuals from all kinds of age groups, a wide variety. So um, this is what we have and I think this is what we can contribute together with, with a, a vast amount of occurrence data that could be uh, uh, useful also, also on game meat. From a food safety authority perspective, what kind of potential impacts or benefits do you foresee if um, the use of lead in sport shooting and hunting would be banned, for example. From our previous opinion, it became very clear that uh, uh, the contribution of lead in game meat uh, is very minor. Uh, although the, the levels uh, of lead in game meat are, are very high, orders of magnitude higher than, than in other food items, like, I, I don't know what, pork meat, for instance, um, we don't consume a lot. We don't eat a lot of game meat, on the average. So um, that would not uh, that would not change. Uh, uh, most likely, I don't know. The, even when we, even if we would use new data, but it would be helpful to to um, assess the risk of specific groups that do have a different consumption pattern. And and there, I think uh, uh, we could this could be useful, seeing that lead is actually a quite an unpleasant uh, compound that is neurotoxic. So would you say that if I occasionally like to take some venison meat in a restaurant or, or I have a hunter friend who, who sometimes uses lead, um, lead bullets or lead shots, I do, don't have to worry too much. It won't be a huge level exposure. I mean, where, where does the level of exposure get so high that I really should be concerned? It is very difficult to say because, uh, uh, you know, you, you cannot tell from one individual to a whole population group. For instance, you probably have no reason to worry, but pregnant women children, uh, there it might be uh, entirely a different matter. So I think it's very difficult to, to say where, where, where to worry, where not to worry. We should always strive to, to, to have uh, least exposure possible. Uh, uh, I think that's, that's the, the best way to go. Thank you for tuning in. You can find more episodes at eka.europa.eu forward slash podcasts.